What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. And I'm Chevy. And a couple quick reminders to download and play Vampire Need for Speed Payback. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Dragon's Dogma, which is a third-person action RPG. Make sure to download that, play that, and come back at the end of this month as well. For Game of the Month, we're going to discuss that game and pick a brand new Game of the Month. And soon, we will be letting you guys pick the game of the month for december so stay tuned for that we have a discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and if you'd like to support the channel you can like this comment on this uh video watch it all the way through or check out our patreon link down below uh one thing i want to throw out there real quick before we start this episode is uh you may have noticed we did not have a taste the cast out we are in fact rescheduling our schedule for the channel so this is going to be official um unless we change otherwise but um so far we got tasty tuesday on tuesday and we've been doing tasty cast on the weekend but it's been coming out on monday and i haven't really liked how clustered that is where we film like on a sunday into monday and then monday into tuesday we have two shows back to back so i kind of feel like it's better spread out if we start filming possibly thursday and putting the episodes out on friday so from now on, we're going to be aiming for Tasty Tuesday on Tuesday, which is today. And then on Fridays, we're going to have Tasty Cast. So you'll have the weekend to watch that or catch up on the episodes. And then you'll have Tasty Tuesday come out. And I feel like it'd be better if all the episodes are more spread out. And then, of course, anything that we do otherwise will just be random at that point. But those two shows, I want to get you know split up a little bit. So to reiterate, Tasty Tuesday on Tuesday, of course, and then Taste the Cast on Friday, unless we change that up. So uh, that is the new official schedule. First bit of news is a little bit of PlayStation news uh, from moving to PS4 over to PS5. We have some changes coming out when it comes to how parties uh, are working in that uh, Sony has put out a system where it essentially is recording five minutes of uh, your party chat, and you can decide at any point to record uh, 20 seconds of that and send it to PlayStation. Uh, if you wanted to report somebody for saying or saying something, harassing you, something like that. Um, with this update that just came out um, in preparation for PS5, uh, a lot of people have come out um, not very happy with this. Uh, a lot of people saying that they don't like the idea of being spied on, being recorded, being listened to at all times. Pretty typical stuff that you hear when it comes to tech in general nowadays. Um, and people are very upset uh, with that. Um, so our PlayStation has come out and said uh, in a tweet, hey, folks, just wanted to let you know that we're looking into your feedback on the recent changes to parties on PS4. Thanks for speaking up. We'll keep you posted. And then in that time, I believe I read something as well where they came out and clarified that they are not, in fact, recording you at all times for them. It's literally a five minute window that is always kind of temporary. And you can decide within that time to clip out the 20 seconds and send it if you wanted to do that. Um, so they are open uh, to hearing about people's complaints about it, and they seem to be willing to maybe work with people if uh, they're not too stoked about it. A couple uh, tweets that are here of people's complaints is, uh, let's see, this one says, this monitoring thing is not good. Like, what is the point of that? PS is the place to be chilled, not a place to worry about what you're saying all the time. You guys are ruining the experience. Another person says, the new changes to this party is trash. I don't want to be recorded in a party that's not even fair. I don't want to be spied on because I have freedom of speech to say what I want in PlayStation Party. Uh, and the last one says, it's invading my privacy. I thought I was allowed to say whatever I wanted, but now I got to be 
recorded. It's pretty invasive to me, and I hate that I have to make a group to create a party, bring back the old features where I could just create a party and invite people. It was easier. Uh, one thing I want to add on to this as well is this is out now, and I can tell because uh, recently I've been playing uh, Ghost Tsushima Legends, and when I created a party uh, to talk with people, it had saved a party I was in prior, something that Discord does as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, any messages I've had with people were in that already. And you can go to a separate section to look for people's individual names, which is different than how it used to be. You just used to have a list of people's names. And now it goes to your messages, which is kind of a weird system that I'm not... I don't know if I'm a big fan of it. I guess if you've played with the same people all the time, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's always fucking random. So uh, anyway, this is implemented. You have a five-minute window that you can record 20 seconds to report things if you want. What do you think about that system? What do you think about the concerns of being spied on, uh, being recorded? Sony essentially saying that they are not sitting there just listening to you. This is not like the CIA or fucking FBI or something listening to you. And uh, is this a threat? Is this something that we don't want? Something we do want? Do we welcome this? Thoughts on uh, this update? I think my only confliction with it, to be honest, is the fact that it is part of the the hardware itself. Um, just, or I guess it's software, but I the whole party system is is you forming up a group of people in a private conversation. You're not in a public space when you do that, so you make that choice to to play with those people um, and talk to them. So I do kind of agree with the sentiment of uh, people wanting to be able to have a place to have freedom of speech and and, and play and just relax with their friends and stuff. Um, I'd be a little more understanding of this on the in the aspect of like, let's say like Activision implemented it in the voice chat in Call of Duty um, if you're in the public chat in that regard versus like your private chat. I mean, it's the same as if like, you, you come to my house and then get upset about the things I'm saying in my house versus like, you know, if I go to the store and they have the right to tell me to go away. So, um, I, I mean, that's really kind of the big one to me. And I, and I do hope they, they take the feedback on that. As far as I haven't messed with the, the actual PlayStation itself, so I don't know what it's like, but if it is in cumbersome, hopefully that is something they can improve upon. Um, but, you know, these, these UIs constantly... Uh, change on these consoles all the time i mean microsoft's very good about constantly changing those as an example so for sure um i'm mixed on this because one fact of the matter that's i'm not seeing being discussed right now is if i'm playing a game with you and we're in a party and we're in the middle of playing i have my ps4 pro set up to have an hour of recording uh, i think on the normal ps4 i think it maxed out at 20 or 30 minutes like that um it records the game audio and the party audio, or party audio. So um, I could already record you right now and send that to them in a, in a more roundabout way. I think there might be a way to report on the PS4. I don't know. But um, there's already a way to do this, pretty much. Um, am I a fan of that? No, but it's already there. It's been there. Um, so them having a system to essentially do that within the party... I'd like to see why they, I, I get on paper why they're doing it, but is there numbers? Is there that many people reporting problems in their parties? And if there is, why are you partying with these people? Yeah. Um, that's the big thing. It's like the choice factor. If you're partying, if you're in a private party with people 
and people are saying some crazy shit that you feel like you got to report. I'm wondering why you're even playing with those people in the first place, or yeah. why don't you just leave? I think one of the first things, and I know people have real strong opinions on this, and I can respect it. People feel like they can't play. Certain people feel like they can't play games online because they'll get harassed or they're not the right kind of person for certain people so fucking people say shit and it's unfair it's stupid there's a lot of fucking idiots out there there's a lot of people who aren't doing that too i grew up playing games where people talk shit non-stop no matter what and the best thing you can do is just hit that fucking mute button and never listen to them again um so that would be my first line of defense and hopefully this report system i my, my reservation with it I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I think it is the beginning of, um, I guess, being overly careful to the point where you could start abusing it. So in some games, they'll have like um, a kick system. Enough people fucking vote to kick you, you get kicked out. That gets abused all the fucking time. People don't like you. People don't uh, think you're playing good enough. Uh, people accuse you of hacking and get everyone to vote you out. It sucks. It's unfair. And sometimes it works well, but sometimes it doesn't. I can imagine scenarios in this. And again, if you're partying with people in private, why would any of this be happening in the first place? But I can imagine scenarios where somebody fucking uh, baits you into saying something potentially offensive. Maybe they've been spending 20 fucking minutes trying to get you to do something or say something or get you to say something weird and then just clip out that 20 seconds and send it off. Yeah. Um, this is a reason why there's uh, there's laws against, specifically in Washington. We live in Washington State. And there's uh, specific laws about recording people. You can record people. You can't record audio in that recording. And the reason that is is because you can entrap somebody. You could get them. You could fucking be pushing their buttons, saying a bunch of crazy shit. And then you get them on, on audio saying something. And you just clip that out, try and use it in court. There's obviously problems there. Obviously, it's a different bigger deal in real life when it comes to legality but uh unless that laws changed last time i checked was like three years ago um i can see somebody doing the same thing with this shit and i'm kind of all over the place but like i'm really mixed on this because in essence i don't have a problem with somebody having a way to report shit to somebody who can help them in a perfect world if someone actually needs that assistance that help or you know has somebody somehow harassing them in private fucking party chat which i don't just like leave the party chat or kick them out um i don't on paper think that's a bad tool but at the same time i i think it it it, it sets up a precedent of um i guess coddling people and allowing too much control and even if they're not listening now it's the first step in that direction right so like and the whole the fucking console has existed this whole time without it. So to just bring it up out of nowhere because PS Five's coming out, I just like to know more about the reasoning. Again, I don't I don't think it's necessarily that bad of a thing. I just feel like it's unneeded. Um, I feel like a an easy workaround for this too would be to add an opt out feature and um, a warning feature. So like if you're joining someone's party and they have that feature enabled. It could just be like, hey, this feature's on in this party. Do you still want to join? Well, I think, too, if somebody, and this might you know, be controversial, I don't know, but if somebody records the audio from the party, it should let everybody know that 20 seconds of that audio has been recorded and everybody should have access to that audio. Skype does that. Sure. So on yeah. PS4, they should do that yeah, yeah. so that 
you can defend yourself in case they entrap you. Yeah. But again, this is turning this into like this whole fucking like reporting system that like could overcomplicate something as simple as like, well, this guy's fucking annoying. I'm going to, or he said like an offensive thing once I'm just Mm going to leave the party Um, or mute him or whatever the fuck. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's already enough tools within your grasp to take control of a situation like this. Um, pretty efficiently. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like this is almost like a, a really big step for a problem that I don't know is that big. Not And to be clear one more time, in private party chat, yeah. not in public chat, that's a different realm. It's harder to have, um, not control, because nobody should be controlling it, but have uh, enough input in that situation to really take control of your experience with that whereas in a private party chat you were opting into that you're opting into who you're in there with and uh was a big reason a lot of people who do like streaming or even content creation if there's a chat box or voice chat you don't hear the party or you don't see the voice chat because they can't control what people say yeah so when i get worried about about that too when i stream sometimes the people i like you know i'm just like not that anybody's gonna be saying some crazy shit but just like don't say crazy shit if you're kind of like because that can affect me that can affect people watching that can affect um yeah and i just see more and more people especially because like discord's like the the chat program for pc at this point um they won't even let it come through their their streaming or the recording software anymore Mm because just in case the only the only instance i can think of this being like something i i think would be positive but you could still do this if you're playing the game and just record it. They should just let you report it from anywhere, I guess. I don't know. Um, is if someone's making like death threats to you. Yeah. That, that you know, then you have proof. Then you can send it to them and be like, hey, this person's like saying they're going to fucking kill me. Um, that makes sense to me. But like, I don't know. If someone says something offensive. Um, I mean, I guess they gave you the tool to report them. But like, um, I feel like you should be doing a better job of vetting in the process of parting up with people privately. Well, yeah. And then what I don't just find random people and party up with them. Well, what's the potential like ramification for that? Um, and who gets to decide what's offensive at that point? Well, that last question is a big question for the modern era. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's really hard for me to get come down hard on this because I, I see some potential problems. I'll see some confusion in my own opinion on why, but at the same time, how can I fault them for giving certain people tools to protect themselves in certain ways? But to what extremity does that lead? Like you just said, do people get banned? Do they get warnings? Um, do they get to defend themselves? We see a lot of social media outright punishing people, and there's not really a way to offer rebuttal to it. Yeah, It's just, you know, this person reported you fuck you you're banned for seven days or you're banned forever um twitter has some pretty decent systems in place where you can kind of like you know fight back against it but not really so i don't know it's it's tricky um it just seems weird i'm confused by it yeah um i'd like to see if there's like numbers or something of the amount of people who are like going i'm in private party chat and i do like people are just being really mean to me and I, i need to fucking report them like, is that, does that happen a lot? I, like, is that a scenario? Like, let me know in the comments. Is there, like, a scenario maybe you've encountered or a scenario you can think up that, like, you know, realistically um, 
could merit them essentially creating this system. Because um, like I said, on paper I get it, but it, it's weird to me. Yeah. Could you see yourself ever using that? No. Me neither. Um, even in like an extreme case, I think I'd have a hard time like just falling into that. I think I would just immediately <laughs> contact the authorities instead. Yeah, so. I feel it's crazy. I've been, I've been <laughs> fucking, I've had death threats fucking ever since I've been on the internet. So like, it's it's nothing nothing yeah. new for me. But and people shouldn't have to deal with that for sure. But no, for sure. And, and have you ever been in a party chat where you've dealt with somebody to the point where you would feel like you need someone to know about it, or at least kick them or block them? Private party chat. Private party never. Yeah, I've never no, experienced no. that. Um, but I'm also always playing with people like I know. Yeah. Or like it's someone I know knows them, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, I do know, like, to, I guess to give, give a different e- example or perspective on that, like a game like Destiny Two, where you have to find random people through the app to do raids and stuff like that. I imagine you are going to be incentivized to make the content go smoother to party up with those people. So I mean, you are playing with randoms at that point, but. Um, I don't know if if I don't like someone enough, I just don't play with them again. So, yeah, or I leave the situation because like <clears throat> there's no point in any form of entertainment, game, movie, TV, whatever. Um, or if I'm not having a good time, whether it's because of the game or because of someone else, then I'm I'm gonna stay there. I I can do something else. So, yeah. but that is obviously me. So. Yeah, again, the only the only time I can really think of this being something I, I couldn't really see an argument against is if somebody's making threats towards you or maybe somebody's streaming and they're in the party and then they dox you and you need evidence that they doxed you, like, yeah, for, like, legal reasons. That's the only thing I can think of. And so in that sense, it's not that big a deal. But, like, um, I also think people... It's, it's hard because I, I do hate the idea, like, you know, in my brain, I'm like, I'm not doing anything wrong, so who cares? But at the same time, I'm against the idea of people spying on you, and even though they're saying they're not, um, people being concerned about that, I, I think, is valid. Um, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that a company would spy on you. It happens all the time, everywhere. Your phone's spying on you, your TV's spying on you. Constantly. Um, <laughs> I mean, you literally have a, a box in your pocket at all times that's listening to you and advertisers or thinking about or finding out what they need to sell you and uh, all sorts of fucking information gathering groups are listening to you. So that's not, I'm not, I'm not defending that. It's awful. I fucking hate it. Um, It's just the way it is. Um, So the idea of Sony coming out and doing something like that, potentially I don't welcome. Um, So it's hard for me to go, yeah, this is great. Let's fucking get this going. Um, So I get where people are coming from uh, when, when it comes to their worries about the potential of that. Um, there's no evidence that that is the case. So where I stand, I'm just confused on why it's there. Um, but I don't, I can't really think of a strong argument on why they should get rid of it, but they, I think they need to be very transparent with it. And I think they need to make a countermeasure for people who are also in that party in case somebody finds a way to exploit it because they fucking will. Yeah. They always will. I think between the two suggestions we've given uh, that, that is just a matter of like clarity uh, not clarity uh, transparency. So, you know, the ability to opt out of it, if you don't want it, 
the ability to know that you're you're going to be recorded if you join a party and the ability to be able to have access to recorded um, clips as well um, I think is probably the best option they can do outside of just getting rid of the feature so yeah and if they got rid of it I wouldn't be opposed to it either um, but yeah I really think like if somebody in the party hits the record button and then it's skimming through and picks their 20 seconds, it should tell everybody in the party, somebody in your party has recorded audio. Here's the five minutes they took the audio from. You can archive this. Yeah. I think that'd be fair. Because then, you know, if you're an asshole and you said some crazy shit, you should at least still have that if you want to try and defend yourself. But maybe if you got entrapped in some way or someone's like fucking with you, um, you can defend yourself. Um, but I really do, I don't want party chat turning into that. Not For that sure. it's, it, I don't even think this is going to be used that often, but in the fucking case that it does happen, um, I'm really about people having the ability to defend themselves. So, um, yeah, and I think, and I know, you know, in, in a world where people fucking swap people for nothing and people have died from it, not saying this is going to lead to that, but you get where I'm going. People will do that. So it's not outside of their own possibility of somebody exploiting this the same as they would exploit a kick system just to fuck with someone. Yeah. Happens all the time. And I think if you are um, especially worried about it, um, you know, my uh, the suggestion would be not to use their party system and use That's a good point. Discord on your phone or something to, to voice chat instead. So In which somebody records you there too. Sure, if they really want to. Yeah. Yeah, I could record the fuck out of anybody real easy. I got my shit set but, up. But I mean, you could do that on anything. Yeah. So if Wait, someone that, wants was, it bad enough, they're getting it. That's Well, yeah. So they've pretty much streamlined a system to direct report. That's what I was saying in the very beginning. Like I can literally, I've done it a million times. I've like hit the record button, took an hour, used it for the show before. And there's always the chat audio in there. Um, which is kind of cool because if you're just playing a game and you need a clip and everybody's talking, it's real easy. I don't have to do any preemptive shit. It just gets all the audio. It's awesome. But at the same time, there's been two times um, I didn't do it, but I was playing like Call of Duty or something like that. And someone said some some words that are pretty outdated and offensive and shitty to say. And I, was, I just like hit the record button. I'm like, hey, buddy. He's like, what's up? I'm like, I just recorded all that shit you just said. And he's like, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll send it to Infinity Ward on Twitter. He's like, oh, I was just joking. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they'll think the same thing. I didn't do it. I was just fucking with them because he's being an idiot. But... It's easy. You could easily do that. So or that guy you ran into in PUBG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I recorded that, but I'm not. Again, I didn't do anything with it. He's just yep. an idiot. But um, you know, I'm I'm not everybody. Everybody's got the same mentality as me, and, and I don't think everybody should be. If you if you are offended by shit, you shouldn't have to like toughen up, Buttercup. I'm not telling you that. You For know, sure. Everybody's different, but um, it's it's just uh, it's tricky. It's hard to have a hard decision on it I, at the very least i'm i'm not a fan of it but um for sure and if it's going to exist i think there just needs like we already kind of brought up safety nets there's there's check boxes that you need to go down i yeah. think at that point um instead of just it being openly used because at the point that it is just openly used it's, it's easier to abuse versus you know if i go into a place and they're like hey well, there's this chance that this thing can happen. I, I'm entering at my own risk. So, Yeah, for sure. Anything else you want to add to that? No, I think we got it. Yeah. Let us know in the comments what do you guys think about this uh, 
private party chat uh, reporting system. You got five minutes to take out a 20 second clip. You can send it to Sony um, or PlayStation through PSN and report people. Um, do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's somewhere in between? Kind of like where we're at. Um, is there anything you're concerned about? Do you think it's like completely great and like you could totally use this? Um, have you found yourself in a situation where you could have used something like this? Have you been in, and I'm genu genuinely curious about this. Have you been in private party chats where you've experienced things that are so uh, extreme that you feel like you could you could have used the tool to report somebody um or do you typically play with people you know um have you never experienced this like me and chevy um pretty much yeah just let us know everything you think about when it comes to this topic in the comments below second bit of news is a video we're going to be watching uh they showed off um the first look at the PlayStation 5 user experience. This is going to show off the UI and a couple of the features of the PS5 when you use this thing. So not really much news to report here on our end. We're going to watch this. We're going to talk about it. And then we're going to discuss it afterwards. Is there anything you want to say before we watch this video? Anything you're hoping for outside of reporting people in private chat? I, I mean, honestly, it's it's going it's, to... I don't know. The UI is not like this thing I'm like clamoring to know too much about. It's I yeah, man, I didn't like the early like Xbox One UI. They have vastly improved it over the years. In fact, the current version of it is very good. But it took uh, a while to get there. But the three sixty kinda did for a while too, and then it got thing. bad towards the end. Yeah. It's weird. Um it started lagging and shit. But it didn't prevent me from using it. That's yeah. so I mean like um I don't know. I guess I, I view fucking, it. I view it as an inconvenience at most if the UI is bad. Yeah, I uh, well, I don't know because like the original 360. I know I'm going back a little far, but the original 360 UI I didn't like, and then it got to this like sweet spot which was, where it was great. And then towards the end of the life cycle, there's two iterations of it that sucked and started lagging. So they started getting too ambitious with it. And if you think I'm picking on Xbox, there PS3's fucking UI I thought was shit. I hated it. Is way too minimal. I hated the like go over and go up and down. And the PS4 evolved that. And I really like the PS4's UI. I think they're both based off the Vita. Or not the Vita. Yeah, the PSP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just those earlier versions of the swipe over and go up and down the list thing. I didn't yeah. like the way that was set up. And then the PS4 has that system. But it's, it's kind of like Steam where like when you highlight whatever you're on, it opens up the hub. Mm -hmm. And then you have all these options. I prefer that over the fucking cross-axis bullshit. Yeah, the, the PS3 one was a little too minimal, for sure. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly what it was. And it could have been a limitation of the the hardware, yeah. but the PS4's um, UI, I think, nailed it. So, And the Xbox One's UI got there. Last time I used my Xbox uh, One, I had zero issues with it. Yeah, which, when agreed. it first came out, I had a lot of issues with yeah, it. Yeah, their first UI I didn't like at all. Yeah. Um, but, again, I still... I just learned how to use it and use it anyways. So, um, yes, I'm curious, but I have a feeling with the way I've seen the evolution of both the PlayStation and the Xbox's UIs that we're still going to see a left or right up and down, at, you know, thing yeah. with, uh, you know, modern aesthetics and, um, creative advertising for games everywhere. So. Well, the early Xbox one UI was almost like windows, it's like all the weird boxes. It was that weird Windows shit. 8 look, yeah. and it was awful. Which was a mistake yeah. for Windows in general, not just Xbox. No, for so. sure. Windows 10 is uh, a much better Mild version yeah. of Way better. of what 8 
probably should have been in the first place. I have so. like no qualms with uh, Windows 10. Uh, I have some nitpicks, but not me. That's my age showing yeah. at that point. Yeah. So, um, for me personally, uh, I'm of course curious about the aesthetic uh, visual of of the UI. Um, that is always uh, cool to see. I like designs like that. Um, but uh, if they have anything to say on like features, I'm curious about that because the PS5 has a um, where it used to be the share button, there's the create button now on the PS5. They still haven't elaborated on that. As far as I know, they maybe say that talk about it in this video, but they have not talked about that. And they've changed the name, so I'm like, what's different about it? What are we doing with this? So I'd like to know, because um, I think the PS4, obviously I like editing. I edit, I've edited fucking over a thousand videos in my life easily. And uh, I, I like editing. And I think the PS4, though it's not, you know, great. It has some pretty decent editing tools, um, especially Share Factory. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, um, uh, I'd love to see them expand on that. So, uh, yeah, very curious about that. Outside of that, um, just here for the ride. Agreed. All right, let's jump into this. Three, two, one, and go. Hi, everyone. I'm Hideaki Nishino and I head up PlayStation's platform planning and management team, which includes product and UX design. Today, we are finally going to give you a look at the PlayStation play 5 user experience. We, had a loop, apparently. we will see some of the features of that enable games to work together with oh, the hardware yeah. network to deliver a truly next-generation experience. Our vision for a PS5 user experience is simple. We believe that your playtime is valuable and should be meaningful. PlayStation team members from all around the world work to deliver a PS5 experience that is completely centered on you, the player, connecting you with a great play and a passionate community of gamers. With a look and feel that's designed for 4K TVs, the PS5 user experience was built from the ground up to take advantage of the console capabilities, complementing the transformative games coming with this new generation. I should note that this video tour is from a pre-production environment on the PS5 console, so there may be a few. I like how all the PlayStation UIs are either elegant or like obelisk-esque, like fucking scary almost. The PS2 is like eerie. Thanks, Nishino-san. Welcome to your new PlayStation 5 console experience. This time, we've started up from rest mode. We've already created an account and signed into PlayStation Network, so let's log in. In this case, I've resumed right where I left off in Sackboy A Big Adventure. And here, we're looking at PlayStation 5's in Sackboy Center. From here, it's one click and we're right back into the game, but let's take a moment and look around. The control center is always one tap of the PlayStation button away. It provides immediate access to almost everything you need from the system without leaving the game. This includes things like seeing who is online, checking the status of a download, managing your controller, power, and more. Hmm. Interesting. These colorful it's characters pretty are different. called cards, and they let you interact with games and the system in a variety of ways. First, as we've just resumed, the control center is showing a special card that allows me to get up to date on recent stories posted by publishers for games I am following. Another yeah, card here shows exciting. me recent media I've captured from my gameplay using the create button on the DualSense controller. 
let's check out one of the most powerful new features of the PS5 console. They're actually just to the right in this row, and we call them activities. Activities are part of the plan to remove barriers to gameplay. Let's get an example of one way they're used in Sackboy A Big Adventure. With a tap of the PlayStation button, I'm back to playing the game. Sackboy A Big Adventure is packed with things to discover, and each level represents one type of activity I can play, many of which I can go back to later to discover more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tap the PlayStation button to bring up the control center again. I can see a number of available activities, both active and suggested by the system. Let's take this first one, uh, A Big Adventure, as okay. an example. I can see that I haven't quite completed this level yet. I'm at 33%. Let's open it up and see more. It's interesting. Here I can it's see more information, including key objectives I haven't Interacting had. with the game. And I'm seeing a very important piece of information here. It, it says kind of reminds about me of 10 minutes when you turn on this is PlayStation Five's 14, there's a suggested activities list. Giving me an idea how yeah. long it that you can take me on. to complete this activity. Sounds like guidance. Mm -hmm. Some activities even let you jump directly to that place in the game. But hmm. there's more to see. It's kind of interesting. For another example, so let's open that activity back up. <laughs> it looks like I missed an objective to find the monk robes costume piece. Looks like I need a little help. Some in-game activities, like this one, offer official game help. Game help is included as a benefit for active PlayStation Plus members in some PS5 games. Weird. In this case, I can open up that objective to get some hints without resorting to a web search or gotcha. digging I will say that's what it seemed like. Yeah, they're trying to keep you in the game instead of uh, using third-party things. Hint is a video. I hate to bring 14 again, but they literally just made a bunch of changes to the game to do the same type of idea Sometimes to try to keep you really in the game for resources instead of using third-party tools. Some cards can be put in a picture-in-picture -picture mode, or, as shown here, a side-by-side -side view. Super cool. And if you pin a card, you can access it via the control center at any time. Now let's go find those rascally monk robes. See, I can't see myself using that too much unless, like, I was doing some kind of, like, search Game puzzle. I was like, like, where the fuck is it, dude? And, like, the team at PlayStation but I even really can't find myself doing that. But I know a lot of people who would use that, definitely. So let's check out how it works. Here, I'm opening an interactive notification with a tap of the PlayStation button. And I've decided to join the voice so chat I'm that enjoying. my friend just entered. Now, my friend could have done this on the PlayStation app for mobile devices. That you're getting an overlay or in this case, instead of from a PS5. being forced back to the, the home screen. Same, yeah. Because so with the PS4, right you just have the left side you can pull up with limited options or pull back to the home screen. The yeah. Parties take on an expanded role with PS5, and they now provide persistent spaces to connect with. Like how clean it is, too. Here very I have minimal. It's much more thought out. In the yeah. One of them has started a lot of those features were pretty new when the PS4 was coming out too. So. Looks like they're playing Uncharted The Lost Legacy. We can chat while we play, and I can watch can his progress as well. While you're playing still. This is another card that, that. that can be put in picture-in-picture -picture mode. Or pinned to the side while you That's play. That's kind of cool. You'd be you playing different games and talking. The control center too, but let's dismiss it for That's now. weird about that. They just added that to iOS as well. 
But from watching okay, the video, let's I can pin it in a corner. So far, we've seen how activities on PS5 well, I mean, I can, I can do that on Android. Well, yeah, I'm but to, to do it when someone else is playing, and he's watching somebody else play that. Yeah. In the party. With your friends. So that leaves online multiplayer gaming. Let's check it out. I see that some of my friends are online, so it's time to say goodbye to Sackboy for now and spin up a match of Destruction All-Stars. One of my friends in the party has already started a match, and we can join them from this card in Control Center. And there we go. Destruction All-Stars now Seems like I'm spending less time on the home screen, which yeah. is interesting. Okay, I think we've got enough people on our party, so let's jump in. We're keeping the focus on PS5's user experience today, so let's zip ahead so we can see more. And just like that, we're in. We don't have time to play a full match today, but I do think we have time to take a quick photo. To do that, I'll just tap the Create button on the DualSense controller. PS5 is always capturing recent gameplay, but when you compose a shot, even using in-game photo mode, you can capture a high-quality screenshot here. This optimizes capturing the moment. I hate that it's cut off, though. Share later on. Yeah. You can't I see the whole picture, so you can't. Screenshots and video can be captured at up to 4K on the PS5 console. Okay, so far... I like guess not that big a deal, because if you do it now, it takes up the left side of the screen, and just pause where you're at. Into but together to still play, seems weird. Capturing gameplay, all of that while in-game. But what if I want to play a different game? Welcome to the PlayStation 5 home screen. This hmm. is where you'll land when you start up from a powered off state and where you'll go when you want to choose a new game to play or download. The layout of the space is designed to present like how minimal it is. game content beautifully on a 4K display with simple and super fast access to what you need. And in case you're wondering, media related apps will have their own space like this one. But today we're focused on gaming. Each game has its own hub. It's a cleaner-looking version of the so PS4, except for the main bar in the center is just up there now, and you have right more of the video clips, hub. Yeah, let's say it seems pretty much the same, just all that info that you get when you highlight is the focus instead of the, the bar. Let's move one spot to the left and check out Explore, which brings together all your games. We saw a view of this from the control center earlier, and another view will also be in the new PlayStation app for mobile devices. Explore keeps you in the loop with official stories from PlayStation and from all the games you're following, including trending media from the community. We'll be testing and learning about this feature in the US at launch, so not everyone will have this on day one, but it gives you a good idea of the direction. And this is PlayStation Store for PS5. It's completely integrated into the system. It's not a standalone app anymore. Good. Browsing for new games to play will be easier thanks to the speed of PS5 and a more personalized store experience. I always kind of hated and that loading section of games to the, the store. Games and deals. Not that big You'll deal, but PS5 I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, they improved it four PS4 from three because threes was really I'm bad. I'm sad to but, say, but we are almost uh, out of time. Yeah, I, so let's I definitely pull up Control Center one agree. more time with a tap of the I PlayStation the, button. On our way out, the way why don't we this new way. share that photo we took in Destruction All-Stars. We can find recently captured media in this handy card in Control Center. From here, we can do some quick edits, but I think I'm ready to share it right now. On PlayStation 5, I have the option to share videos and images to supported external services, or I can send them directly to one of my parties. Remember, parties are bigger than just voice chat now. 
so I'll select one of my favorite parties here. Let's attach a quick message here. The DualSense controller makes this really easy. PlayStation 5 supports voice dictation in a number of languages, so you no longer have to type messages with the keyboard if you don't want to. Simply select the microphone. So what they've shown Here's a cool detail. If is my like, friend hasn't you know, yet you, played the activity you, uh, where I attach photos and the to send in messages and stuff that like that, in this case spoilers, now the photo goes over there, and you can just it. do it well, all right that's there. It for our demo. Mm. There are so. many more exciting features we couldn't get to today but we're super excited to share more of the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation app user experience with you in the coming weeks headed to launch. And of course, this was just the first look at what fans could expect on day one. The team at PlayStation is committed to evolving this experience with our community in the months ahead. We look forward to sharing more. Thanks for watching. All right. And apologies for me fucking leaving for a split second. My, uh, my watch was had decided that a workout was happening. <laughs> and it was letting me know the auto workout was over. I'm like, okay, I didn't know it started. I didn't know we were working out. All right, so uh, what do we think of uh, the user experience of PS5? Um, I'm going to start with the home screen, actually, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I think the home screen is just a cleaner version of what we have, yeah. um, which is not a good or bad thing. It just... It is, but it is. Um, it is much nicer looking and cleaner. Um, definitely, you can tell they wanted. They had higher resolutions in mind when they're designing it. It's very crisp. Um, so um, I think the big takeaway from that is mostly the store being integrated now. Um, I think that is a much more uh, desirable <laughs> place for the store to be because. Uh, we kind of brought, brought it up earlier with like the three and the four, you opened up an app, you had to wait for it to load. And then, uh, depending on whatever updates they did to that app and stuff like that, it just started getting slowed and bogged down constantly. Uh, in this case, it's just part of it. So, mm -hmm. um, other than that, I, I like that what they've done with that, that left menu that pops out is just. Um, an overlay that pops up and anyone who plays things on like steam that's the or, first thing i thought of was steam when i was seeing all this yeah steam discord um any any you know program essentially on pc is pretty used to the idea of an overlay um, i welcome a controller friendly console version of this um because i do use overlays in those apps um, not like all the time but enough that it's useful and um especially in the case of like playing a game, especially if you're playing something that's online, not having to get forced to the home screen and still be able to see what's happening in the game, I think is very big in that regard. Um, Cause you don't have to hope that you come back and you're not dead or something like that. You can see it happening while you're doing all the stuff you need to do or whatever. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's a big improvement. I like that. Um, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much what I expected. Just, uh, Obviously, not, like I didn't know what it was going to look like, but functionality-wise, it seems familiar. Yeah. Uh, first off, the home screen, even though it is a slight change, I think it's a huge change in my opinion. The reason for that being is uh, you take this top section right here and you put it down and make it bigger. That's what the PS4 is like. Um, there's a lot of things underneath each uh, app or game that I don't interact with. 
I have no interest in pressing D or down on the D-pad and going and looking down there, seeing what the fuck's down there. To move everything up into the corner, that's less important, like just selecting a game. I don't need a big picture of it. I just need to know what game it is, and we can see them clearly. There are little thumbnails there. But to see a bigger overlay of all the things that they may want to show you in a social sense, uh, I think is a smarter move for somebody like me and probably a lot of people because they did this. Um it will it will give you um, a better uh, view of, of, of anything they need to show you with the game or if someone that you know is playing the game and might show some of their info, uh, info there it's just it's it's a smarter emphasis on the social aspect um, or the news aspect of the game or the console and uh, moving the thumbnails up out of the way which I think is a smarter direction and then yeah the uh, visual style you know, it's a wallpaper in the background with a little minimal uh, thumbnails. I think it's a better looking design. And with the uh, power and speed of the PS5 or the PS4, they can do the integrated store easier. They can do all this shit faster. Makes complete sense. I do like that the store is integrated because now it's a seamless system and not like, well, I got to go into the store now and then you load into the store and now you're in a separate entity. And then you come back to the home screen and it just didn't feel good. Um, not that it ever stopped me from going in the store and buying games, um, <laughs> but I think it's a better system. It's something that I wished the PS4 did, um, so I'm glad they did that. Um, yeah, the uh, some some of the stuff here, you know, the, the I forgot what it's called, but the thing that showed like the family, this thing, meet the family, the explore thing. I don't know if I'm gonna be going on that very often. There's a couple tabs on the PS4 I have like zero interest in going into. Um, when it comes to stuff like this, but um, it's cool for people who are into that. Hopefully, you can have the option to remove some of these things off of here, um, or maybe make folders like the PS4. I hope you can do that. Um, yeah, as for the startup, um, it's very PlayStation, very elegant, very cool looking, um, very minimal. That seems to be, it seems to be just like the PS4, an emphasis on gaming. That's it playing games and so the overlay here tells me that they want you to spend less time on the home screen screen more time in the game and if you need something from the home screen it's an overlay over your game um, which I think is uh, better and more modern um, this whole uh, structure of the the uh, UI knowing what game you're playing and if the dev decides to do it giving you um, some kind of guidance some kind of um, you know overlay that gives you objectives and kind of tells you oh hey you have this other thing you didn't do though kind of reminds me of an mmo like you're saying kind of achievement progress etc exactly yeah, yeah. yeah and um you know on the ps4 and other consoles right now um they show you like you know your trophies and stuff like that but that's about it so it's it's it, it kind of brings some of that gaminess to the console itself so i think i think it's cool um bringing up videos and stuff like that to keep you from, you know, getting on your phone or hopping on your computer or whatever to figure something out. I, I think it's cool. I mean, I don't do that very often, but I do sometimes. Um, but people out there who are, like, not as into, like, oh, I'm going to beat this on my own, blah, 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 and there's, like, oh, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do here? If there's just, like, an easy thing in the UI that fucking allows you to, like, go and check real quick, it's like, hey, you should go maybe over in this direction, and maybe you'll figure it out. It's like, oh, it's like a, it's like a hint. It's like when you play a Naughty Dog game. If you spend too long in one area... They've programmed into the game, so I'm go. Hey, what's that over there? And it's kind of like pull them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I don't think every dev's going to do this, but that they can do that, I think is really fucking cool. Because um, I mean, I always have to think about that. Not every person is me when it comes to gaming. There's a lot of people. There's all sorts of people that fucking play games and for different reasons and to different. Some people are like, I don't play the hardest thing ever, and it gives me a boner. And other people are like, you know, I don't give a fuck. I just want to come home and play a game casually. I don't give a shit. 
all sorts of people um all boners everywhere uh fucking um and that's cool i'm glad that that there's something for everyone here and you don't have to use certain things or you can use certain things um it's pretty cool i kind of like it um i don't kind of like it i do like it i think it's cool um the one thing i do like and maybe it's just because uh you know being an adult and working but it kind of giving you an estimated time it might take to complete a level though i kind of like that because then i can go should i just shut it off now or you know can i actually do i have time for this you know type thing so i actually do appreciate that aspect a lot um as a working adult so yeah for sure um and then to have somebody you're playing, so the PS4 already allows you to let people watch you play games, which I think is cool, but underutilized. I don't really use it ever. I've used it like three times maybe in the whole time I've had a PS4. Um, and to let people play your games, stuff like that. It's all neat technology, but it really, they didn't really find a way to like make it really something you, you need to do or want to do too much. It's just kind of there as a tool, and I will never complain about that. I love having options. Um, but like I've... I don't do it very often, but I have played a game and had someone else play a different game and just been voice chat talking with them while playing a game casually. Not even playing the same game, but I don't do that that often. But um, I see the appeal to it, obviously. But that if you can have somebody else's gameplay that they're doing and vice versa, slightly overlaid on the game you're playing, that allows a whole new dimension of socializing while gaming. The same as if I had a friend over here playing on like my other pc or my ps4 while i'm playing this we're still just like bullshitting but playing games or whatever even yeah. if we're not playing the same game i think it's really neat like even because there's that weird moment when you're in voice chat you can't see each other you don't see what the fuck they're doing so like they're sitting there silently for a little bit they might be like investing in the game but it's just silence and it's not a big deal but if you can see their gameplay yeah and you're playing and you kind of like look over and you see they're in like a firefight or whatever and then they, you know, get out of it and they beat them. Well, you're like, oh, nice one. Like, fucking, there's that social element to it that, like, if you are more of a social gamer, um, that's kind of next level shit. I, I like that's crazy that they can that we're able to do that now. For sure. Well, you know what else? It, it kind of it it brought it to mind when you were kind of bringing up the 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 social aspect of it, or just like those features existing but uh, not being realized. So, like examples I've seen is like I've streamed. Uh, you know, gameplay of what I was doing on my PlayStation to someone else, they are stuck using their console to watch that. They can't do anything else with it now. It's locked in, right? They're watching my gameplay. Yeah. This allows them to continue to watch and still use their console for whatever they want. Um, and then also, the other point I want to bring up for that is like, I don't play certain types of games and I'm always like, oh, I'll probably just watch some, you know, you, you play it. I'll just watch you play it. And I just don't, um, I have to choose to like leave what I'm doing mm-hmm. and schedule time to sit down and do that kind of thing. And in this case, I can literally be doing both. Yeah. I can be playing something while you're playing something I would never play. And I could just make sure to be playing something kind of casual that I don't pay much attention to. So I can watch what you're doing, but still be doing something instead of being locked into just watch it so that is true this also i just thought about this because i was like oh if you're playing separate games or what if you're playing the same fucking game mm-hmm. co-op and you can just see what they're doing yep like if you're playing split screen back in the day or if i'm playing call of duty with josh and i just have his screen up so if he goes down and know what happened like that's going to change the way people play games it is 100%. which is interesting so i'm curious if like certain games will allow this certain games won't or if they're all going to be like this 
Um, well, and even in a co-op setting, something like a Destiny 2 raid to bring that game back up again, mm-hmm. um, you can, you know, if you're helping someone do something, you can actually see what they're doing and give them better uh, advice and tips and stuff like yeah. that. So it's interesting. You can actually be playing and watching them yeah. at the same time like that. So I, I think it's a cool feature. I, I'm curious about how it's going to work for like games like FPSs. Um, because yeah, the competitive scene. That's a big question mark for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do think it is nothing but beneficial for, for cooperative scene though. Or socializing in general. Yeah. I can't see any bad things about it except for co- competition. And I know like official competitions probably won't allow that. Yeah. Um, unless they do, they're like, everybody can use it. Um, but uh, like I said, that's, that will change how FPSs are played, at least on PS5. If you know other teams are going to be, I mean, even if if you're playing against another team and they're all in the same party versus if they're not talking to each other, it's a big difference in the way they're going to play. Just like if everyone's hooked up and they can see each other playing and shit, they're going to be playing way better because they're going to know when their friend went down, where they went down exactly. They don't got to rely on, you know, their friend going, oh, it's by the red barn, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what red barn? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, They can see and go, oh, shit, turn around and shoot somebody. So, and I'm not even necessarily opposed to that, but I don't know if I got to, I got to try it. In practice um i was very adamant back in the day back in the fucking day on like halo um playing split screen with people i would like put a divider up so people can see my screen because i was like that competitive i was like i don't want you to be able to see my screen i feel i feel like they're gonna give devs the option to, to opt out of letting people do that well just like uh screen recording certain games will block oh yeah screen recording yep usually story heavy ones yeah so yeah. Maybe to avoid that, maybe they'll allow like Call of Duty or other FPSs to go like, nope, no screens sharing of this game. So I don't know. Otherwise, though, I think it's great, and I'm not even opposed to it. Like I said, I just don't know. It's kind of a different frontier, I guess. You can do stuff like that on PC already, but you you'd have to put a little more work into it. I, I say once again, you know, like when we brought up the voice thing, the work has to be put in, but yeah. it, it can it the it tech already is done. already there. It could already yeah. be done. But them making it convenient makes it more accessible, makes yeah. makes it potentially, you know, the issues can can be potentially larger at that point. And again, adding that context, if you're just in a voice chat with someone, I actually kind of love the idea of if I'm playing a game, I'm playing a single player game, but like me and a buddy want to talk mm-hmm. and he's playing something else too, or maybe playing the same fucking game, it's a single player game. We're all just like watching each other play the same game. Share that experience. I, it sounds cool to me. Yeah. And that the, the hardware can do that seamlessly like that, it's fucking dope. Um. So yeah, all in all, uh, you know this this menu down here, minimalized. It's down there. You pretty much get what all these things are. Uh, it's essentially taking that left section of the screen and pulling it down to the bottom. Um, and uh, you know, obviously a lot faster. Everything on this is gonna be a lot faster. Uh, all in all, I really like everything about it so far. There's nothing about it I'm necessarily uh feeling negative about. So uh, the only thing it's gonna be that's gonna be weird is uh, you know relearning a new ui but that's never that big of a deal so yeah you can normally catch on when it seems like all the features are technically still there with just a different appearance too so yeah or like quicker ways to get to them well and the ones that are new or at least more advanced seem pretty fucking straightforward i mean when you look Mm -hmm. at these menus they're uh they got big old buttons they're like you want to play this hey you want to use the fucking corner to put your person you're who's watching down there like it uh it's all it's designed kind of like a phone phones are designed so you can just look and go oh this is must be the way to do this so yeah it's like the first time i ever held an iphone i was like oh this makes sense yeah. i just fucking figured <laughs> out instantly 
I was like, this is genius. Okay. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Obviously, everything's kind of standardized. But yeah, all in all, I think it's great. Uh, and uh, just makes me more excited to uh, get my fucking PS5. Anything else you want to say? Um, no, I'm just curious like how it feels at this point. Um, I honestly wasn't expecting them to show me anything that I, I might care about. But I do think um, the social features specifically... Um, are a little more exciting than I had anticipated them to be. So, yeah, it really feels like they're just enhancing all the things they've already tried. Mm. Uh, you know, lessons learned. Let's make them better, and it seems like they did. So, for sure. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Nope. Let us know in the comments what do you guys think about the new UI and experience on the PS5. What are some things you really like? Some things maybe didn't like. What are some things you'd like to see uh, that they didn't show? Maybe see more of something what do you think about that picture in picture watching your friend play a game while in voice chat with them do you think that's cool how do you think it's going to affect competitive games um yeah that's it's a whole new frontier in that sense um and uh yeah let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below but that's going to do it for this episode of tasty tuesday on tasty loot gaming so always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode make sure to check out our other episodes uh check us out on twitter tiktok and facebook at tasty loot gaming uh Check out our streams. Links down below. I've been streaming a lot here on this channel and over on Twitch. Uh, links are down below. Well, the link for Twitch is down below. Uh, you can stay here if you want to watch me stream. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, you can type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment if you'd like to be considered on TastyCast, which is now on Fridays. And uh, you can support the channel by watching the episodes, liking, commenting, and sharing. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers. Let's get to that fucking number before the end of the year. I think we have like 80 people left, so that's, you know, not that big of a number, I guess. Um, and yeah, Patreon, link down below if you like to support channeling further. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Till next episode, which will be Friday for TasteCast. Have a good week, guys, and take it easy.